You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I don't think anyone has ever rolled completely down the hill, but I, I mean, you totally, could do it. I am totally fearful that I, mean, I am a, going to turn into a human hamster ball. It's like a 3,000 uh, foot elevation drop. No, it's 6,000. 6,000 feet? It I is, don't think it's 6,000 feet. It is. I was looking at the leg. It's like 6,000. I'm going to guess it's not 6,000 feet. I'm pretty sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check again. It's 11 million feet tall. <laughs> 11 million. I hate you, by the way. <laughs> 6,000 foot drop. Yes. Well, maybe. We'll, text, yeah. we'll, we'll check the math on that. I just Hello, did. everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, so we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today. It's not all going to be what this main topic is, but because uh, I, I do have something else that happened yesterday that I realized about myself that I do, and it's very awkward, and I want to know if I'm the only one that does it. You are. I might not be. I don't know what you're talking about. But it's but really uncomfortable. I'm sure that you And are. I realize it about myself, and I really don't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so we'll talk about that here in a minute. But um, do want to remind everybody, if you are listening to Fun Employment Radio, you can always go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link for any of your Amazon purchases. Just go to our website first. One extra click, and then click on Amazon. And then, then that's it. Go about your business. Do whatever you want to do. Sarah and I just used it to purchase uh, standalone um, little speaker things to clip onto ourselves. Have you have you tried the speaker yet? Yes, it is loud. Yes, it's going to be very obnoxious amazing. to everyone around us. So that's oh so that's something that uh, we're going to talk about too. So so we <laughs> use that to to buy these standalone speakers because um, tomorrow this is uh, well right now we're at Thursday August twenty seventh two thousand fifteen and tomorrow at this point at noon p.m. Pacific. We will have already run our first legs of Hood to Coast, the Hood to Coast Relay, which takes place here in Oregon. Over a thousand teams of 12, almost all 12 anyway, a few teams of weirdos with six. I like six. The, the braggers who were just like, oh, we're going to run six Yeah, legs. they don't count. I don't like those people. Mm-hmm. That's a 198-mile relay where we will each be, uh, we're, Sarah, Sarah and I are part of a team called Beer Pressure. <laughs> Get it? Puns. We're fun employment radio. You can't. We can't make fun of puns. Oh no! I, that's why I said we work primarily and only in puns. Show called Sportlandia. We used mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Which, by the way, every day we get like more likes on that thing. I'm like, you know, that doesn't exist anymore. But I'm like, come on. That's a topic for another show. That we'll talk about that on Monday show. or Tuesday. Yeah. yeah there, there's a whole. That's a whole subtopic. We'll get to another time. Um, but yes, Hood to Coast. We are running in it, and uh, at this point. It's too late to worry about training. It's too late to worry about whether or not you're ready. <laughs> That's out the window. Because you got to do it. Yeah. And so it's happening. Ready or not, it is happening starting tomorrow morning at 5.30 a.m. 5.30 in the morning. And, oh, dear God. Um, so we're each running three legs. Sarah is the one starting it off, though, this year. And so what, uh, what that means is there's Timberline Lodge here on uh, kind of uh, at the, at the, as far up as you can drive on Mount Hood. And... That is where it starts, and so there is a, apparently a six thousand foot elevation. All right, no, up. so I was looking. I don't at it. think it's six thousand feet. That doesn't it's, make any okay, sense. Okay, I'm looking at it now. You're right. It Mount starts, Hood itself is only eleven thousand feet. All right, I get it. All right, so it starts at six thousand feet, and oh. I run down to, which is why I saw the six thousand, and I assume that was it. I'm looking at the course right now. It goes from six thousand. I go two thousand feet. <laughs> wow, you mean you're not going six thousand a thousand feet every mile? Do you realize how that would be? How steep that would be? 
It's pretty darn steep the way it is. It's very steep. That's what I mean. Imagine it at six thousand a six thousand foot elevation blah, drop. Blah blah blah. Whatever. All like, right. You'd yeah, have so to wear like 2000... oxygen masks to take care <laughs> it's of it. It's a two thousand foot drop. Yes. Basically, it's yes. still big. So Which I can still roll down. Oh my god. So Sarah is running this the first leg of it. So which is starting the whole thing off. So there's twelve people per team. I get to be one hundred ninety eight miles. Whoa. You are at the starting line and you go. Which means though. You got to make sure that you do it right because if you mess up at the beginning, you could mess up the entire thing. Eleven other people are depending on you. Oh my! The God. entire race. You remind. You just reminded me with you fucking with me right now that I forgot to take my anxiety medication today, and it's oh, all. Oh, bad day! Bad day that to forget. Is a bad day for it. Bad day to forget because I mean, Stop here's the thing. It. Oh my God! And I've done this as being someone who started a race off like this before, which I did two years ago. I can say what happens. So you get up there and they, they start things in waves. And so Sarah's going to be starting at 5.30 in the morning is when your wave will start. And you're going to be surrounded by a bunch of other people. You're going to have some people that are going to be out there. They're, they're instantly going to try to get ahead of you. Uh-huh. And like they're going to be the badasses. They're oh, racing down the hill. Oh, that's super awkward because we're all starting at the same time, right? So they're going to be like elbows and shoving. Yes, and it also makes it very apparent how slow you are because you know everybody's starting at the same time. So the people that pass you, it's like, well, yeah, yeah, you're... you're you're a lot faster oh than me. Oh, my God, Greg. So the key is, I mean... That's true, because we're all starting at the same time because we have the yeah. same estimated ending Yeah, time. and you're going to look around there, and you're going to see everybody else that's there at the same time as you. And you're going to be like, all right, who am I going to be faster than? i got to pick one person. i just got to be faster than that person. Because you don't want to be last. I mean, you don't want to be last, do mm-hmm. you? No. Okay. No, I don't want to be last. I'm not going to be last. Well, if you roll down the hill, you will be. That's I true. Will. You I would make a afraid. lot of news, though. I am afraid I'm going to roll down the hill. I don't want to make the news for rolling down the hill. If you roll down the hill... And by hill, we mean giant mountain. It's a mountain. Yes. If you roll down the mountain, then I am going to ask, if if you think there's a good possibility of this, I would prefer that you would wear a fun employment radio gear or something so that when the news copters do come, at least they'll they'll see that and they'll see the the logo on there. What, as I'm laying at the bottom of the mountain with my fun employment radio logo on my shirt? Uh Yeah. I mean, you'll be okay. Thanks, Greg. We'll be like, woman rolls downhill. Yeah, I'm going to feel awesome, I bet. (laughs) Well, I think I think you'll be you'll be okay. Thank you'll be you. able to handle Thanks it. Thanks for the vote of confidence. You'll be all right. I think oh. you'll make it through. No, it is. It's a lot of fun. That it I is nerve really wracking. Though. though it is so steep. I remember even when we were driving down last time we did this and seeing you run. I'm like, how come he's not falling? Like, how is he possibly not falling off the side of the mountain? It's very hard running downhill. It's different. It's and different. you're on the side of a goddamn mountain. You're like well, 6,000 yeah. feet in the air, and there's like an edge, and you're running along the edge, and there's gravel. So you're trying not to just slip on the gravel. The gravel part's hard. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, your second leg, though, is the scariest one. That's the only one that anyone's ever been hit by a car on. Yeah, I know you keep using that as a, as like a big calling card. You keep telling me card. I'm going to roll down the mountain. I mean, you can get hit by a car anytime. I mean, I could always get hit by a car. That, that could happen. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to worry about it. It's just I'm more worried about the bums that will be on the side of the road of the second one because yes. it's next to the river. But. Down by the river, there are lots of hobo fires down there. Man, I do kind of want to go down and hang out with the hobos, though. But and then I, I don't think you would succeed. I don't think you would do very well in at a hobo I, campfire. Oh, I would do great in a hobo camp. Mm-mm. Oh, if I you're if very I decided, unlikable. you're very unlikable. No, if I decided to become a hobo, if I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ride the rails because that's what hobos do, right? They ride the rails. Sure. They ride the trains. I don't think are we allowed to say hobo anymore. Oh, I don't know. Is that Probably offensive? Probably not. Probably yes. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it was what, offensive. What's when, the right way to say it? A, a, a drifter? I don't know, but hobo is a really fun word. Some no account drifter. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that? I don't know. Yeah, hobo is a fun word. I mean, hobos. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to use the word hobo. Okay. Until I'm told why it's offensive, I, I just I don't know. 
So if I were to join a hobo camp, like if I decided this is my lifestyle now, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to live down by the river. I'm going to ride the rails. I'm going to live life on my own, my own terms. I think I would do very well at it. I think I could be able to organize hobos. I would be able to like be a team leader because don't they have like leader groups and like it depends. I mean, there are some organized I'm not talking about and I'm not, infrastructures. And I'm not talking about like the the homeless kids that are downtown, like the the ruffians. The, those those kids are scary. No, I'm talking about you know good old fashioned hoboing. Or they're just like they're just traveling yeah. around. Yeah, I mean, full on with a stick with my clothes tied up on the yeah on with the a end bandana with a bandana with a red bandana tied yep, to the end red of your polka stick. dot bandana. Swing that stick over the over your shoulder yep. and you just whistle on your way. Riding the rails. Mm-hmm. Hi there, my name's Greg. I'm your hobo captain. And then you know I would be like the captain of like a train car. You could wear like overalls. I could really get into this. You could totally get into this. Overalls are fun. Overalls are comfortable. Yeah, I have several sets of overalls actually. I've never seen you wear overalls. I don't wear them too often. Greg, can I tell you something? Overalls are coming back in style. Well, I have overalls from when I used to work at a paper mill, well, which I'm also saying maybe lends take your paper me more mill overalls, and maybe you can be a stylish little Greg. This also lends me with more more credence, though. I mean, I think if I were to go to this lifestyle, like say tomorrow I'm on my run for Hood to Coast, where I'm running <laughs> along Highway 30, and I'm just like, you know what? That's it. I'm out. I'm hopping over the edge. I'm joining the hobo camp. I think I could be a team leader within a short amount of time. Okay. I would love to watch that. I would love to see you like, you'd be instantly stabbed, I'm pretty sure. I would not be stabbed. They would be like, oh, tell us about the ways of the world. And then I would be like, here's what you're doing wrong. curly haired weirdo from Monmouth Independence from a tiny, tiny town. And I'll start walking around and give them all suggestions on what they're doing wrong, you know, and give them advice. And uh, I don't know what they would eventually call me. They'd come up with a name for me of some kind. I'm not sure what it would be yet. The Falcon or something like that. You always go for the Falcon. Yeah, that's a pretty good name, though. The Falcon. Oh, watch out. Here comes the Falcon. Yeah. Do you have yeah, like because a, he flies a noise around. that you make when you go over? Do you just go, Arr! No, I don't need a noise. I don't need a noise. I'm the okay. Falcon because I'm wise and because I can strike if I want to. But normally I'm very passive and, and very uh, efficient at everything. And I see everything. So they'll call me the Falcon. And so when I walk up there, then they'll be like, hey. Watch out, here comes the falcon. Oh, man, he's so cool. And then it'll be, hey, guys, what's up? How's the hobo going? Are you wearing going? your cool paper mill overalls? I'll have the overalls on, okay. and I'll have a felt hat. Do you have one of them unbuckled? Kind of like a little like Fresh no, Prince I'm of not... Bel-Air. Like one of them, them kind of no. hanging because you're just like, hey, I'm stylish, but I'm also casual. No, that's that's the wannabe gangster girls. That, that's what they do. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not TLC here. No, I'm going to no, have them fully TLC, buckled. if you were TLC, you'd be wearing your overalls backward. No, that's crisscross. Well, You're mixing yeah. up everything. I'm not mixing up everything. You that was know. the fashion choice during that entire time. TLC didn't wear their overalls backwards. Uh, they wore some of their clothes backwards. Everybody did. Remember I in don't 1991 think so. when that for about five minutes when that was the cool thing to do? Uh, well, yes, when Chris Cross did it. But that was not did, that did not last long. I don't think TLC did it. This really cool girl at my school named Monica did it. Uh, Monica, I bet she, was she hot? I don't know. She was Monica. Mm, okay. All right. Well, anyway. Um, so... So I'm going to wear my overalls, but I'm not wearing one unbuttoned. I'm going to have them fully, fully buttoned up. I have a felt hat on. A felt? What kind of felt hat? Uh, like a dark felt hat. Like a floppy hat? Yeah, like a floppy, like a big, you know. Like a lady's hat? Not a lady's hat. Right, isn't that what they wear? They wear felt hats. I don't think they wear felt hats. I thought yeah, they it's were like, like with a big brim, with the brim all the way around. I thought they were like railroad conductor hats, like striped ones with the little brim. No, because the... 
For hobos, the enemy is the railroad conductor. That's your enemy. The railroad bulls. Our friend Keelan in the chat is asking, why the fuck are you trying to be a 90s hip-hop hobo? Well, I'm just saying if I decided to do that, because on one of my runs I go by, apparently, the hobo camps, um, I'm just saying I could be, if I decide to like just leave it all. Lord of the hobos? I could be pretty amazing at it. I could organize the whole thing. I could, tra- I could change the structure of this. Change the power dynamic if I decided to go down and... Stop hitting the table. The Falcon. The Falcon has arrived. <laughs> We've heard of him. Now he's here. How do you talk? The prophecy said the Falcon would arrive. All right, know? I'm sitting. At, I'm sitting at the at the campfire. I'm sitting there just with my other fellow hobos, and I'm like, "Hey, we're traveling. We all know what we're doing." And then in you come. Oh wait, you mean when I first arrive? I'm sitting arrive? in the fire, and I'm I'm hanging out with all the other people who know what they're doing. And then in comes the Falcon. Well, no, first I wouldn't do anything. I would just sit back. I would sit you back. You would just creep up and just sit there? Yeah, I'd sit back out of camp, but I'd get to like a high position, so I've got the, got the high, high ground. And then I'd sit there and I'd stare and I'd crouch down like a falcon and I'd stare at them. And then eventually they'd all notice I was there and be like, who is that? What's going on? And at first they'd get mad and then I'll be like, it is I, the falcon. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, okay, all right, cool, man, he's, he's all right. And then I'll come down and I'll be like, your fire's wrong. You need to do it better. And then... And then I'll show them how to make a better fire. And then I'll teach them, you know, I'll be like, ah, this tent sucks. Why are you sleeping in that? You're going to get wet if you set it up that way. And then I'll show them how to set that up right. And be like, this, this food's lame. You should go get better food. Like, don't, don't eat this. Get, get something tastier. And then I'll tell them everything that, that they're doing wrong. And then they'll be like, oh, my gosh, he's teaching us so many things. And uh, How are you teaching them by derailing everything that they were well, doing? I'm telling, well, they're, I'm teaching them that they're doing it wrong. I mean, obviously, they're living down by the river. They're doing something wrong. So I'm going to tell them. They're not living down by the river. They're traveling. Well, at that point, though, they're, that's where they're hanging out. So, And then, then, then we'll get to ride the rails together, and we'll hop the rails, and we'll go, uh, we'll go around from villi- hobo village to hobo village, and I'll be spreading the words. Tony and, says, the more that you talk, the sooner that you'll be stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm just saying that I think this is uh, this is how it should work. All right. Well, I don't think your teammates will appreciate you uh, derailing one of the largest relays in the world to go and make friends at a hobo camp during your run. Well, it's possible. I'm just saying that's one thing that I could do, you know. And if I decided to do it, that's it. But no, that's not necessarily what I'm going to do. So yes, my second leg that I will be running. Uh, it will be by the hobo camps, but then also I'm going to be handing off the, uh, or you're going to be handing off the baton to me. Yeah, I'm running through actual. So, oh, I wanted to bring this up. So I will be actually running through Portland. Why do you keep saying that as though you think there's you're going to get like a crowd down there? I'm not one. I don't want I a crowd, but I'm Portland, saying I ran through Portland last time, and I don't remember you caring at all that I was doing that. Of course, that. I didn't care. It was you. No, I'm just saying if anybody wants like you, to like see us, I'll I'll be like, running through Portland. You, you can realize say hi. there's a, literally going to be a thousand people running that same leg as you at that same time. So and it's you more won't know when it is. Think it is. I'm going to be going faster than everybody else. So I mean, oh, I'll be at will the, be at the flying forefront. through everything. I'll be at the front of the pack. Well, you're going to have to deal with the uh, shit kids down by the. Mm. Down by the uh, waterfront no, park. I don't have the same punchy face that you do. Oh man, last year the, when I ran it two years ago, I I know it's been a little while since I told the story. Let me just say this: when you're in the middle of a run, and oh, here's okay, a couple of things. Let me just back up here. One, when you're getting ready to go, mm-hmm. make sure you don't get a rock in your shoe. I know that's the number one rule. Well, because you took off your shoes on top of the mountain and then put your foot back. Well, in your because shoe, it's right? freezing cold, how else are you going to do it? Are you going to walk around in your shorts? Well, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. 
Okay, I think once you get up there, you'll see what I'm talking about. You're on top of a mountain. I'll be warming up. I'll be jumping up and down. I'll be keeping warm. Yeah. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. g- good luck with that. No problem. So anyway, I, last time I did it, I got a tiny, tiny, tiny little pebble, something I couldn't even feel in my foot uh, in that shoe. And then I ran down the mountain. And at the end of it, I was like, huh, that feels kind of weird. What's, what's going on with my foot? And I picked it off and this tiny little rock fell out. Well, that turned into a gigantic blister that ended up... Um, rupturing halfway through the run that uh, you're going to be doing, uh, which is where you're running through the city. So I was not in a good mood running through there. It was also very hot. And I was running by the waterfront park, and there were these kids out there, because you're, you're out in like public area there, running by this, and these little assholes were down there by the waterfront, and they saw me running, and I was struggling. I was running, but I'm like, I did not look like I was in good shape or having a great time. And this guy started walking past me, him and his girlfriend, and he started pacing me right next to me and then mimicking me, like waving his arms up in the air, going like, uh, 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 and mimicking me next to me. Greg hates this guy so I much. hate him so much. So much. I hate this kid. And I looked over at him, and I was in such a bad mood. I was just like, I will fuck you up. And that's what I yelled at this kid, and I meant it at the time, even though I probably was so tired I probably couldn't have caught him, except for rage probably would have worked. Rage would have powered you. Rage would have powered me. Mm-hmm. And he instantly just took off sprinting. It was kind of felt good after that. It was like, all right, well, now I feel a little bit better about myself. Like, I got that out on, I got to take it out on a kid, and I was right. Yeah. feel kind of good about this. So that kind of fueled me for the rest of it. Fueled but you're gonna have to deal with You're going to have to deal with some of those kids. It's fine. All right, so you're going to be starting this off, and you have these other people. Now, one of the things that I would like to do, you know, with the uh, with the speakers that we purchased, because you can't have earbuds during this run. Yeah, you're not allowed to have those. So we have a we have speakers that we're going to clip onto ourselves, and that's how everybody kind of does it. Everybody's got their own system, so you can hear music. And ours are really loud. Um, they are so loud. I was testing it out because we just got them shipped to us uh, via Amazon after going to Fun Employment Radio and clicking on the Amazon link. Yeah. Um, I was listening to them. They, they are. And I listen, I'm going to be listening to like my 90s punk rock, so I'm just going to be so obnoxious. Oh, you're going to be going annoying. To, I know. You are going to be very annoying. I know. Oh, it's being noted in the chat. They say there might be snow at Timberline tomorrow morning. Okay. Might be running through the snow. So you're going to be walking around with your shorts on because you're not going to well, take off Well, for the first your... leg, I'm going to wear my, uh, I have like my three-quarter length like leggings and my running skirt. I'm going to wear that for the first one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I already have my outfits picked out in my head, Greg. Really? Yes. Okay. Really. All right. Mm-hmm. Good for you. It is good for me. Thank you. Yeah. All right. That's fantastic. Uh, so, so uh, we'll... Oh, I just thought about something. What? Oh, I'll explain this here in a minute. Uh-oh. I didn't think about this. I'm what? I'm starting off smelly. Okay. Anyway. Um, starting off smelly? I'll explain. I'll explain. Okay. I'll explain that in a minute. Anyway, we're going to be running down the hill. You will have the speaker. You the, can't be smelly. Keys. We're all in I'll explain. Together. I'll explain okay. it in a minute. In a second, I will explain this. However... I'm talking about the other people that we're going to be racing against. The key is, though, you want um, you want to you know try to keep the other people at bay. Okay. And you want to like run, run ahead of them. You want to make it hard for them to pass you and make it rough on them. That's zigzags, isn't it? Like that. You want to like, zigzag? Well, isn't that? Oh, are like, you going to do that? You're going to like pace in front of them, like when you're trying back to like when you're trying to run away from a crocodile or alligator or whatever. You're supposed to run in a zigzag what? formation. You've never heard that. When you're running away from an alligator, you're supposed to run in a zigzag? Yep, in a zigzag pattern because they have problems uh, changing directions really fast. I have never heard that before. I swear why, I'm right. Why do you even need that knowledge? I don't know. I just have it. When you're running away from an alligator, you run in, you a, run zigzag in a zigzag pattern. pattern. Yeah, because they have a harder time uh, yeah, maneuvering after you. Huh. Look it up. I know you don't believe me. 
I, I might look it up. No, you do believe me. Why? That's really weird. How come you're just trusting that I know what I'm talking about? I don't know. That just seems like an odd thing for you to know. I know. I don't know why. I've never been Wh- around alligators. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you grew up in the Northwest. Why would you know about alligators? And, huh. All right. Running in a zigzag if chased by a crocodile. Well, okay. I guarantee you've never been around a crocodile. But an alligator still, I don't think you've ever been around. All right. Well, whatever. Um, apparently, also... Uh, Chris Walsh said uh, it was busted by Mythbusters. I know, so, I'm looking at that right now. So there we go. So it wasn't true. It wasn't true. Well, it is one of the oldest wildlife survival tips. Uh, okay, well, right. well, there we go. Even if it's not true. Even if it's not true. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, so what are you talking about being stinky? We're in a van together for two days. I don't like this, how you're already talking about your first one, and you're already going to smell. Like, we all okay, smell. Okay, here's the deal. We all, all right. smell at the end. Fine. What? We so we do all have outfits that we wear, and I've, I've got I've got my nice shorts with the spandex liner that I like because they're compression liners and they feel good. And then it's got shorts over the outside of them, and it's all built into one thing. It's like a swimsuit with spandex on it. And um, oh, you have your little mantis underneath your. They're not shorts. mantis. Don't call them that. Do you wear anything underneath your mantis? They they're not mant. Don't use that term. What is between your skin and your mantis? There, it's, god damn it, it's spandex. What's between it's your mantis? spandex. You don't wear anything under the spandex. It is so the therefore underwear. therefore they serve the purpose. It is the underwear, so it is your mantis. They are not mantis. It is spandex you have, lining. You have, you have your spandex mantis underneath, oh my your, god. underneath your floppy shorts, just running around. That is not what it is. It's exactly what it is if you're using those to... Block the way between your skin and the shorts. It's Those are compression. Your they hold everything in place. Anyway, so I'll have I'll have my my shorts that I like to wear, and this is what I wanted to start off the run with. Here's an issue that also brings back to what I was talking about at the beginning of the show, which was there's uh, at my house, which I own. I own a home in Southeast Portland. Oh my god, do you live in a converted attic? Uh, well. That's where my bedroom is. is okay. A converted attic. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Okay. The, the house is not a converted Can attic. Can I ask? That's part do you house. have two roommates? Yes, there's two roommates okay. that live there. Okay. Yeah, and they live on the first floor, and then I live upstairs. And you know, we've got a washer and dryer and all that stuff, uh, all the amenities that you could ever want. However, my dryer stopped working the other day, which sucks. Stopped working on Monday night, I think it was, or Tuesday. And because of that, here's the thing. You know, I'm getting ready to run this race. You need a lot of clothes. And so I was in the middle of doing laundry when the dryer stopped working. And so now I don't have a dryer. Oh, no. <laughs> so half of my clothes were oh, just are they wet. Are mildewy? Well, they're wet. I laid them out, hopefully hope, hoping to dry them off. And I've been so busy, I haven't had a chance to go to a laundromat. like that. So that's just not even an option. Um, and so, so that happened. The problem is the next load of laundry I was going to do... Were part of my Your running clothes. They, God damn it! Stop calling them that. I'm going to call this episode mantis. You are not going to call it that because that is disgusting. Uh, it's being asked: Are your running delicates unclean? Well, Greg, you seriously don't have. One, that is not cool. They're not. Dude. They don't smell that bad. We're six people in a van together. They do not smell that bad. We are going to be sleeping in the van. We are going to be eating in the van. We are going to be like yes. riding around in the van. Yeah. 
You have to be clean to start with. That I am clean. Rule. That is the I rule. will be clean. You are not going to be clean. My shorts are a little tiny oh bit smelly. God, seriously? So you, they've oh, already it's, been... not like you, it's not like you walk in a room and like people are passing out. It's okay. not that bad. I, I don't know that. I don't know what your undercarriage smells like when you're like running in 90 degree weather and you haven't washed your shorts. You're just going to put them back on and then double double up on the sweat and stink? Oh, God. I'm riding those babies down the mountain. Oh, my God. Yep. Yep, that's what I'm going to be doing. Oh, uh, Carrie Reggie says is... you can air dry clothes. I know you can. I mean, I've got them out there, but uh, again, time. Time is of the essence. Our friend uh, Carrie, time. who's in the chat and who's on our team for Hood to Coast, is saying, because we are staying out uh, at her place tonight since we have to get up at 2.30 in the morning to go and get ready to run. Um, and thank you, Carrie, for letting us stay there. But she's saying that you can use her washer or dryer if you'd like, Greg. There's not enough time. For the love of God, Greg. I won't be out there until till quite late. So I, it's probably not going to happen. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to go with what it is. Now... You can get some sort of rash or something if you don't. Clean. I'm not going to get a rash. That's why you wear compression pants. You don't get rashes. You don't chafe. You don't get rashes. It's spandex compression pants, and they're just fine. <sighs> All right, so you're already starting out with dirty clothes. This is going to be amazing. Thanks, Greg. So anyway, with that being said, I uh, I attempted to fix the dryer. Could not. Uh, <laughs> Carrie says, "Great stinky, moldy, Greg." <laughs> <laughs> That's not that bad. You are making it sound you so will much be, worse you than will it is. You will be moldy if, like, if I'm it's not going to be moldy. If if your clothes have been wet sitting in your basement and it's been warm and the humid, the shirt I am wearing right now that was smell? in the load. That's that smell. It is not. It does not smell. This is a perfectly clean shirt. It air dried. All right, let me smell it. <clears throat> no, because you're going to lie no matter what anyway. No, I'm not yeah, you are. You're going to say it smells bad, even if it doesn't smell bad. Uh, it smells okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's just fine. I mean, it doesn't smell good, but it doesn't smell bad. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. It has a smell. I don't quite know what it is, but... I... I'm so frustrated right now. So, with that being said, with the dryer situation, I did try to, try to fix it. Um, it's... Sounds like if everything I went through with it, it sounds like it's the motor. It's not worth buying a new motor and putting it in. It's just it's, it's just not worth the time and money for it. And I don't have time or the time to do it. Um, big shout out to listener Troy too, by the way. Troy, thank you. Troy, you're the man. Yes, you are the man, sir. Uh, so I I uh, had to go buy another one. So I was going to go buy a used one yesterday. But here's here's the thing. So. This is what I was talking about at the beginning of the show, or I, I don't even know if I brought this up at the beginning of the show. I, I guess I was talking about that, where I, I did something awkward that I want to know if other people do. You got me all mixed up with the goddamn mantis thing. It's pissing me off so much. Is the awkward thing that you wear spandex and it's pretend not. like they're not underwear, spandex but they really are, are mantis? Fine. <sighs> You're using them in lieu of underwear. They are underwear. Yes, so they're mantis. That's not what you call them. They're exactly tight boxers. They're super tight boxers. Tight boxers? Yes. Okay. Yes. That is what they are. Anyway. So I um so I went to go buy a dryer. This is what I want to know is what if other people have the same situation. So I, I wanted to buy a used one, so I went out to these appli- used appliance stores that are in like East Portland. They're all kind of shady, but you know, they're cheaper. So I go into these places, and naturally, there's nobody else shopping for used appliances at like 4:30 in the afternoon hmm. on a or four. I guess it was four. Something okay. Like that. Thank you for the approximate time. Yeah, it's not appropriate to the story at all, actually. But anyway, uh, 
So I went out to these places, and I was the only person in there. And I, I was looking at dryers, and I had a price range in my mind. And I knew Tell I was Tell me what a dryer price range is. I've never purchased an appliance, so I don't know. Well, I wanted to find something under 100 and I don't know, as cheap as I could find, basically. That yeah. was what the price was. I'm assuming you, know? you could find something for kind of cheapish. N- uh, not much under 200 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's good about to know. that's about the cheap. Now, I I could um I could have bought one separately where I would have had to go get it and then haul it down and my basement's a bitch to get it into too. Oh, and then haul out the so old one and, yeah. and then I have to get rid of the old one, which means it would have ended up sitting on my lawn or my backyard. Your basement's not, almost as steep as the 6,000 feet I have to run for my first it's leg. It's not 6,000 feet. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going in there and I'm looking at these prices and I, I instantly when I go through and I'm looking at the dryers, like I can see that uh, I'm not going to buy one. Like, and I know I'm not looking at the prices. Yeah, I'm looking at the prices. I'm like, oh, two fifty, oh, three hundred. Nope, don't need that kind of dryer. I just don't need that. You need something to dry. Yeah, and so I'm walking through there, and I'm I'm looking at all this stuff, and you know, of course, there's the rep that comes out and like, oh, I'm gonna show you. Here's what we got. Here's what we got here. But I have a hard time just saying like, nah, I'm okay. And just walking out the door, mm. like I feel awkward with it, and I never realized I felt awkward. Like you feel with this. like you owe them money, like you feel like you owe. I them feel like it. I owe them something, like because they're they're being nice, they're not doing anything wrong, they're showing me the stuff, but I just I already know, like I'm not gonna buy anything. But oh, yeah. I know I'm not wasting really wasting their time I because totally know that feeling. There's nobody else in the store; they've got nothing to do. No, so they're probably bored out of their mind. Wait, so how do you feel like you, so Here's when you were what leaving, I do. what do you do? Well, what I do is I look at it and be like, all right, yeah, no, and, I'll, and I'll focus on one. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, that one actually, that looks really good. All right, I just have to go, uh, I just got to run home really quick and I'll, how late are you guys open? You open up five? Okay, all right, cool. But yeah, then uh, I'll probably be back here in just a little bit. <gasps> And then I leave. And I say that. Oh, you say dirty lies. And I mean? say dirty lies. And then I feel bad about it. But I'm not coming back. I don't want to go. I'm not I'm not buying it. Oh, but I just don't God. tell them that. Okay, I will be honest with you. Because I just don't want to be I feel like I'm being rude, but I'm not being rude. I'm being more because rude you don't by trying to be nice. Dry- no, I totally Greg, I totally do that same thing. Just to try and alleviate like the awkwardness. Yeah. Making empty promises. You make empty prompt and just like, oh, yeah, oh, this is, you know, I, I really like this. I'm going to go, I need to go run a few errands and then I'll be back in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I've done the same thing. But you did it with the dryer? Like, that's a real big, like, you don't owe the dryer people anybody anything. I did it twice. What do you mean twice? I went to two different places and I did the same thing twice because it wasn't in the price that I wanted. And I knew I would find one. And I did end up finding one at the, the last place I went to. I was trying to find this place where I bought my washer, but I couldn't remember the name of it, and mm. it wasn't coming up on Google, so I was just going around to used appliance stores being like, is this it? No, that wasn't it. But I ended up going and look at, the, look at all the stuff, and it's oh, the same route I did when I bought my washer a couple of years ago. I realized it afterwards. I'm like, this is the same order of stores, and I did the same thing at the first two stores where I go in, and I went into this one, and there was this, this woman sitting there behind the counter, and she's like, oh, we had dryers. Well, here's what we got. We got this, this. We do six-month warranty and free delivery and all that stuff, and I'm like, all right, cool. This one, this looks, uh, this looks great. All right. Um, so she's sitting there waiting for your commission because you're like, oh, yeah, I'll be the back. The second one? Oh, I was like, God. okay, yeah, that sounds good. How late are you open? <laughs> Which I did that same thing again. How late are you open? I was hoping it was going to be like close in 15 minutes. Like, oh, no, we're open until like 7. I'm like, oh. Uh, so, all right, cool. Well, I think I'm going to get that. Uh, I just need to go uh, check with my roommates. And uh, Oh, I don't outright lie like that. I said I think. I didn't say I was going to. You said I'm going to get that. I, I did I'm not gonna... say oh I'm going to get that. 
I said, I think I'm going to get that, but I have to go check, uh, just check with my roommates real quick and make sure they're home, and then I'll, you know, I'll come back. And then I left, and I never came back. I feel really bad about it, and I never knew I did that. It's, it's a lot easier for me if I don't have to talk to anyone and I just look at it and be like, do I want it? Do I not want it? If I want it, I'll talk to you about it. If I don't, I, I don't really want to talk. I well, have it's no- like the salespeople come up and they're like, oh, can I help you find anything? Okay, like, let nope. me know if you need anything. I'm like, no, no. Even if I do need help, I'll be like, no, thank you. I'm good. Well, if I need help, I'll ask. <laughs> no, but then I feel like- I a- feel bad about it. I really do feel bad about it. Yes, Am great. I the only person that does this kind of thing? I do it to an extent, not to the extent where I'm promising to buy something. I didn't promise to God. buy it. You basically you are just, changing my you words. You basically wrote the check but didn't provide a signature. I did That's not. That's exactly what you did. That is not true. Uh, it's being asked, why don't you go get a used dryer? That this is a used dryer. That's that's what I'm buying. They're used dryers. Um, but I and I since it's I was trying to get it in before. I was hoping I could get it in yesterday or. This morning, have him deliver it and uh, take away the old one, but it didn't work out because I was trying to get it in before Hood Ghost. That's what she said. Trying to get it in. Um, God damn it. Uh, okay, I did not make the promise they're not going to sell it to someone else. <laughs> they are not under no no un- obligation to hold it for me or to keep me, you know. That was But like I today. said this thing. Am I the only one that does this? Well, like today, for example, I called this this particular store because I know it has this this hair color that I want because I'm still stress dyeing my hair. I haven't found the perfect color yet. And uh, I called and talked to the nice woman. She's like, cool, I'm going to put it behind the counter for you. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that was like our trust and honor system that we just had because she set the product behind the counter for me because I didn't say it, but I kind of laid claim to the fact that I'm going to come into the store to purchase it. And I'm going to follow through. Are See, you going prof- to follow through? I absolutely am. I'm looking forward to it. I didn't ask them to put it on layaway. I didn't Pretty ask them to put a sold it. sticker on it. I think I'm going to get this. I think. Oh, Greg. I think. Oh, I did say that. I, okay, I didn't say I didn't feel bad about it either. <sighs> oh, yeah. Nibbles, if you're low on cash at a bar or restaurant, don't have enough for a tip, you can also make that. I'll get you next time, promise. <laughs> I have had people That's do different. that. That's different. I have had people do that really? at the bar before. Somebody would do that? Uh-huh. They'll be like, oh, I'm not hey. going to order it if I don't have the money. Like a drink is like $5 or something, and they'll be like, oh, hey, uh, so I only have five on me right now, but I'm totally going to, I'm, I'm doubling up on the tip the next one. People say that. It's like. Do they ever? Sometimes they do. But it's, that, it's really awkward for me because it puts. The person who's serving you in a weird position because, like, then if you come back and you don't do it, you're a liar, and we both know you're a liar. If you do do it, it's just kind of awkward because then you think that I'm, like, judging you because if, if you won't do it. Like, it's just an awkward situation all around. Yeah. But yeah. I've had people say, like, I'll get you next time, and then they never come back for a next time. Why are they ordering a $5 drink if they don't have Because they'll have, like, money $5 cash, and they don't want to, like, use their card. So you buy something smaller. Yeah. Buy, buy a cheaper drink. I know. Just like you had to go buy a cheaper dryer. So? Mm-hmm. What, what do you mean? That is nothing. That is not equate in any way, shape, or form. I know it doesn't. I was trying to confuse you. This has nothing to do with it. <laughs> anyway. I ended up getting a new dryer. So Good. Did you use it? No, it's, it, it has not arrived yet. Okay. I have to wait for them to bring it in. Okay. Well. So they're going to haul off the other one, too. Unless somebody else wants a used dryer. I'm sure you can probably fix it and maybe you could make some money on it, but um, it wasn't worth putting the money into me. Remember that guy, Kenny, that we knew a long time ago? 
He used to collect scrap metal. Yeah, well, Kenny doesn't uh, write me back anymore, so I'm not going to. No, Kenny does. Actually, I just talked to him yesterday for a minute. You did? Just via text. Okay. Yeah. So you don't really know it's him. Somebody could have murdered him and... I don't got, know for sure. ...actually got a hold of his phone, and they're just communicating with you as if... That's possible, yeah. He's still alive. That okay. is That is possible. Okay. Ew. Sorry. Oh, my God. No, you're not snapping. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Greg's getting the nervous snapping again. <laughs> oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. A new study has come out, which I kind of believe, but I've never seen a study done on this before. But I could I could see it, and I could see maybe you thinking this okay. as well. A new study has come out that uh, that shows that nearly 38% of people love their dogs more than they love their partner, spouse, or significant other. Oh, yeah. I can see that. 38, so this was yeah. a survey of nearly 1,000 dog owners. Sure enough, 380 of them claim to love their dog more than they love their husband, wife. That's not surprising. Or significant other. That's not surprising. Yeah, uh, dog owners even admit that they they would be slightly more devastated by their pet running away than a breakup, according to a study that was a survey that was performed on a scale. Yeah, of, I can understand that. Yep, on a scale of one to ten, with ten being completely devastated, a runaway dog averages about nine point one, whereas uh, it's only eight points averaged for a breakup. <laughs> uh, so the study, the person who put uh, on the study named Tina Vidal, I don't know if she's of the Sassoons. <laughs> That's a hair joke. She says, our dogs are more Sassoon's than... Sassoon's the last name, not the first name. Vidal isn't the first name. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. Vidal Sassoon. You're a Vidal Sassoon. God, I don't even think... Does the, Vidal Sassoon even exist anymore? I don't know. I don't know. I, I know We're like all old-timey. Yeah, Vidal Sassoon. Sassoon's the last name. It's not the first name. Well, Tina Vidal Sassoon says... And no, he's no longer around. Okay. Our dogs are much more than just pets. They are companions who provide emotional support and joy in our lives, much in the way that a spouse is meant to. So, in fact, uh, so the fact that so many Americans would choose their dog over their partner doesn't come as a surprise for those of us who would do anything for our dogs. So, uh, the survey also finds that 94% of dog owners think it's important that their animal like their significant other, and it kind of makes them wary when their animal doesn't. Do you agree with that, Greg? If your animal didn't like... Your significant other. Say you were dating a lady and you had a dog, and your dog didn't like the lady. Would, uh, it, would it make you a little more wary about the lady? It would make me a little wary, <laughs> yes, although but, unless I had a dog that was just an asshole. Yeah. Well, uh... But you, I don't think I would have a dog that would be unsocial towards people. The study also says that 71% of people say that there would be relationship problems if, you, if their animal... And, their significant other didn't get along. Well, what's wrong with you with that person? Yeah. Uh, nearly half the respondents said they trust their dogs and their spouses or partners equally. And uh, although most people say that they trust their pets over uh, more so than people. Well, okay, yeah, in certain situations, yes. That's kind of a sad You can kind of know I mean, what your dog is going to... I mean, you know what your dog's behaviors are going to be. It's predictable. That's why it's easy. It's going to... Lick itself and yeah. then want to eat food. And it will steal your sandwich. And then it will steal your sandwich. Yeah. And then it'll sleep. And then it'll lick itself. Like Walter. Walter's a little sandwich thief. Walter is a little sandwich thief. Stole my thief. cheeseburger. And and your girlfriend. 
Not my girlfriend. Sandwich. Your sandwich girlfriend. Sorry. All right, so there you go. So You're you, making this very confusing for anyone listening to this for the first time who hasn't heard that episode and the explanation of the sandwich. Everything about this show today is confusing, so it's fine. It's just going along with the theme. Next up, out of New York, two women have been arrested. This happened yesterday after they attacked each other on a JetBlue flight as it arrived at JFK from Jamaica. So this happened yesterday in New York. The violence erupted after the plane landed around 8.30 a.m. yesterday morning. The dispute, uh, as the plane started taxiing, let's see, so the dispute happened as the plane started taxiing toward the terminal. So a 61-year-old passenger at the window tried to climb over another woman who was 52 years old. 61-year-old and 52-year-old. Okay. Uh, as jet, as the JetBlue flight approached the gate. Now the older woman who was climbing over the 52-year-old woman pulled out a small blade and slashed her seatmate because she wasn't letting her climb over her. Well, she shouldn't let her climb over. I mean... Well, it was taxiing. I don't know if it was a, a complete stop yet. Which is yeah, if it's taxiing, then you don't have to get up yet. Yeah, then you can't get up yet. Yeah, yeah. no. Uh, so, and she cut her for it? Yeah, so the 61-year-old woman pulled out a small blade and slashed her seatmate. Now, the 52-year-old woman rebutted by whipping out her pepper spray and spraying it in her face. Now, seven people on the flight... Whoa, that sucks. In an enclosed plane? Seven people were treated for difficulty breathing after she unleashed the pepper spray in the closed cabin. What a horrible person. Who would... What the hell? So the 61-year-old You're not even supposed to have pepper spray on a plane, are you? Because of the pressure? No, I don't think you're supposed to. I mean, I... Maybe I'm wrong, but I didn't think you were supposed to. So, uh... So the 61-year-old woman... it's a weapon. ...whose name is Jean (laughs) Ballantine of Brooklyn was arrested on assault and weapons charges for cutting the woman with the small knife. Uh, the other woman... And why does she have a knife? I don't know, Greg. The other woman, Mary Kennedy of Linden, New Jersey, was arrested for possession of pepper spray. Now, uh, when asking Port Authority if it's legal to bring pepper spray onto planes, the agency said that if the flight had originated in the United States and not in Jamaica, uh, that item wouldn't have gotten on board. However, since they left from Jamaica and were flying to the States... They didn't confiscate the pepper spray. Really? I thought, though, if you were flying to the United States, you have to go by U.S. Customs. The TSA does not handle security outside of the United States. Jamaica is responsible for checking for weapons at the airport that they had left from. That's surprising. Yeah. I mean, like flying back from Europe, they make you go through like a U.S. Customs search. Oh, yeah, that's a big deal. Before you ever get on the plane. It's It's like double, triple security. Yeah, it's basically a cavity search. Yeah. But not from Jamaica? That's This seems like a glaring issue in uh, security. So the flight coming from out of the country is allowed to carry weapons onto the plane. Yeah, Port Authority said that That's, uh, wow. Yeah, if the flight okay. originates outside of the United States, then they are not responsible for checking for weapons. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah, that seems that seems weird. Seems weird to me. That does seem weird, and especially like flying into New York, like... We'll leave that at that. Okay, we'll leave that at that. All right, next up, got a story out of Yellowstone National Park. The story kind of made me laugh because people are stupid. A disappointed visitor to Yellowstone National Park was fed up after they were staying at a hotel and decided to leave a note on a feedback form asking the forest rangers of Yellowstone Park to train the bears to hang out more so where they can be seen because they were disappointed that they didn't see any bears from their hotel room. (laughs) The note 
which was left by a person who was a friend of an employee at the Yellowstone Lodge. Oh, was imagine how that employee feels right now. Oh, my God. Oh. Was written on the bottom of a feedback card um, for maintenance and housekeeping. So when asked if there was anything that could have been improved from the trip... This person wrote... Train the bears to come around the people more. Our visit was wonderful, but we never saw any bears. Please train your bears to be where guests can see them. (laughs) This was an expensive trip to not get to see bears. (laughs) So this is from the Yellowstone Lodge, and somebody legitimately complained about not seeing bears from their room. Because they paid too much money to have it be a bear-free trip. Well, they can go find some bears if they want to. Mm. Oh mean, my gosh, we're going to probably see bears next week. In Alaska. Yeah. In Alaska. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, scary bears. Yeah. Got to get my the, bear bells. They're the bears that'll eat you. Mm-hmm. All right, so there you have it. So the woman, disappoint, woman or man or family, who knows, disappointed that the bears weren't properly trained by the rangers to parade outside in front of their hotel room. There we go. And finally... I just wanted to pull this story because these are the things that make you mad and they make me happy. Out of Oxford, England. Oh, are you going to do the accent for the whole the time? The Oxford University Press has announced its new... Wo- I kind of sounded like constipated. Yeah, you did. The Oxford University Press has announced new words are being added to OxfordDictionaries.com. I think when you run, you should just do World of Crazy to everybody next to you. Just read. Just start talking. The publisher of Oxford Dictionaries... I'm sorry? What? The publishing of Oxford Dictionaries says the English Language Dictionary... Are you okay? ...content on OxfordDictionaries.com focuses on the current English and includes modern meanings of words and associated usage examples. Ma'am, are you okay? Do you need need help? The OED, (laughs) on the other hand, is a historical dictionary... And forms a record of all the core words and meanings in English. <laughs> Man, there's a first aid station coming up here. I think maybe you should stop and get some water or something. There are many new additions to the OxfordDictionaries.com, including but not limited to awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. What? Awesome sauce. That's going into the dictionary? I don't know if that came through on the microphone <laughs> totally or not, but there's a food the cart. Um, <laughs> yes, Greg? The new additions... Awesome sauce is going into the dictionary. So I whittled it down to a few that I thought that you would particularly like. So uh, there are lots, there are more than this, which you can find, I'm sure, at OxfordDictionaries.com. First one is awesome sauce, which, Greg, means extremely good or excellent. Like, Greg, Greg thinks Sarah is awesome sauce. Stop that. Next up, what about beer o'clock? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's time for a beer, an appropriate time of the day for starting drinking beer. Like, hey, Greg, after the show, I think it's going to be beer o'clock. Also, another one is bruh, which is a male friend. So I could be like, hey, guess what, guys? Greg Nibbler is my bruh. Bruh. Bruh, B-R-U-H. You're my bruh. B-B-Bruh. What up, bruh? What up, bruh? Uh, but I can't be your bruh. It's because it's a male friend. You're my bruh. I thought bruh works for, for anything. A male friend. No, this is a male friend. Uh, also, butt dial is one of them. Butt hurt is another one. Cat cafe is a cafe where you can go and. Cat cafe is named as a. That is so dumb. Yes, that's one of the, the new additions. Fat shaming. 
uh, someone who's being judged for being fat or overweight, and then they're shamed That's, for it. But the, the shaming already covers that. You don't need to add the descriptive term at the beginning of it. Shaming is shaming. I guess that doesn't make it a. Greg, you you strike up that argument with OxfordDictionaries.com, okay? That's just so dumb. I, n- I don't know what to tell you. Another you can make one- it any kind of shaming you want. That word will cover that. Well, another one that's being added is fur baby. What the, what the fuck's a fur baby? You know what a fur baby is when people like are like a people I really about don't. their dog or cat or other animal. Oh Jesus, really? Like I that's need to disgusting. Get- that's gross. You've never heard fur baby? I guess maybe I have, but I don't I do not like that. People are like, oh, I've gotta go get some more food for my fur baby. <sighs> Another one is hangry, which we know what that is. That's you. That is me. When you're hungry and angry at the same time, or when you're hungry and it makes you angry. Or you're angry because you're hungry. I've never been like that. Uh, another one, a, a word that they're actually putting into the dictionary is MacGyver. That's a television show. I know, but now it's being used as a verb to make or repair something in an improvised or innovative way. That it's, okay. Making use of whatever items are at hand. Number one, I highly doubt anyone under the age of 30 even knows what MacGyver is. I really doubt it. I'm pretty sure. Well, because there was MacGruber, and so in order to yeah, get MacGruber, the, wouldn't they know like the reference from MacGyver? Really? You think so? No. Not at all. No. I was trying, Greg. I don't know. That's okay. Uh, this one I think you'll particularly like. This is, uh, this is a new word that's being brought into the Oxford Dictionaries, and it is Manic Pixie Dream Girl. What? Manic Pixie Dream Girl. All What the fuck is that? A Manic Pixie Dream Girl is a type of female character depicted as vivacious and appealingly quirky, whose main purpose within the narrative is to, in- to inspire a greater appreciation for life and a male protagonist. Not fucking sexist at all. What? Manic Pixie Dream Girl. I can honestly say I have no clue where that has ever been referenced or what that is even used in. Is this in a, a, a Manic Pixie Dream Girl? I think that would be like a Zoe Deschanel. Like those kind of like those. But why do you need that I play term? Ukulele. Boop, 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 boop. That's not, that not a. Everyone, that's ukuleles not a, are awesome. That's not I'm a word. Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Oh. <sighs> Another one is also manspreading. What? Have you ever heard of manspreading? Manspreading. Where a man sits with his legs wide apart in such a way as to encroach on adjacent seats or uh, and to take up as much space as possible. It's manspreading. That's I will not use that term. Uh, mic drop. Uh, when you uh, you know when you insinuate that you should drop the microphone at the end of a performance or speech, one considers to have been particularly impressive. Also, attention, Keelan, ponage is going in there as well. Of course, which means the action or fact of utterly defeating an opponent or rival. Uh, rando, a person. What is a rando, Greg? A random. Yeah, like a random. There's person. a term for that. It's called random. Well, this is rando. Random covers that, so it doesn't really need to be. 
you uh, don't really need to drop the M off of it. There was beer o'clock before, Greg. There's also wine o'clock, an appropriate time of the day to start drinking wine. So basically, every hour is wine o'clock, Greg. <laughs> and also, finally, there is weak sauce, something that is a poor or disappointing standard or quality. Like, hey, Greg, the fact you didn't wash your clothes and you're going to smell on the van, that's weak sauce. I'm not going to smell on the van. Stick up the van, bruh. It's coming from a manic pixie dream girl, bruh. Manic pixie (laughs) dream girl? Mic drop. Manic. (sighs) There you have it. Idiocracy, my friends. That is your world of crazy. Tra-la-la. Yeah, I saw that one. I'm like, what in the flying balls is that? This hurts. It does hurt. It also is going to hurt. Running 30-something miles tomorrow. You're not running 30 miles. Well, I mean, together we are. Well, combined. Yeah, combined forces, bro. Stop stop doing that. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm still, I'm running 18 miles. So? So that's like. I have a to lot breathe in the air with your stinky clothes. They're not. They're not stinky. I, I don't know that for sure. Well, you'll find out tomorrow I in the van I that we're going to be stuck in together for thirty morning. hours. Jesus God. Anyway, um, I oh I didn't realize what time it is. Mm-hmm. All right, hey everyone. Hi, I'm Greg. He's awesome sauce. Stop! <laughs> God dang it! <laughs> I have spandex underpants. What about spanties? Stop doing that. That is so gross. That is not the term for those. Anyway. Let's get real. You know where you could actually. And your hat. You can actually buy some spandex at this place, but that's not what I encourage you to do. If you want to, you You can. can. The padded spandex is the place I think you're going to talk about. You can do that. You can do that at Bike Gallery because Bike Gallery, we have our sponsorship with them running for. Three more days, just till the end of this month. Mm-hmm. So it's August 27th right now. Um, run still, I guess Monday is when you can use the discount. So if you go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Bike Gallery link. If you're on your phone or on your computer or however you want to do it, on your tablet, on your smart devices, there's a Bike Gallery logo on there. Wow. Click on that. <laughs> And that'll take you to the coupon that when you go into any of the six bike gallery locations here in the Portland area, use that code. You get 10% off whatever you want. Awesome. That includes bikes. So please go in there and do that. Try to make an effort to go into a bike gallery here over the next couple of days and just use that code. Even if you're just buying some gloves or a helmet or a shirt or whatever, a, a, a light, you know, you don't even have to have a bike. They've got all kinds of stuff and you get 10% off. So if you can go in there and or use that. Or spandex shorts that you can pretend aren't underwear. You can do that too. You can do that too if you want to. They have all kinds of different things there. So Bike Gallery and just go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Bike Gallery link and yeah, take advantage of that and that would be awesome if you can uh, awesome get in there sauce. to a location near you over the next couple of days. That would be great. Um, Ew, I can't ever, I can't say that like even when Just stop that, doing it. Just stop gross. doing it. Well, I know that it's bothering you. So that's why I have to do it. Oh my gosh, Greg. Tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. <sighs> what? Hood to Coast, tomorrow. Yes. A big thank you to the sponsors of uh, each of our legs that we're going to be running. So We have all the signs made. We're good to go. The signs are made. We'll be posting those around about 
uh, throughout the thing. So um, I'm not sure about phone service up where we are after the first two legs, but we will have them up tomorrow. So they will be up there with uh, us holding the signs. I believe my first sign I've got to hold up is free Tom Brady after running six miles because that is thanks to Jesmond. In New Hampshire. I'm really excited for that one. Yep. Stop doing, like, the shittiest New Hampshire. New Hampshire. After everyone heard my British constipated accent, like, yeah. you shouldn't even try to do an accent Going after out me. to New Hampshire. It's just embarrassing. I don't know anything else. What do, what do New Hampshireites say? I think they eat, like, sauerkraut. They're like, sauerkraut? I yeah, don't think so that's... Yeah, like, yeah, New Hampshire, we have good sauerkraut. That is not what they say. Oh, they do. I need some phrases from New Hampshire. I like and then but yeah, I'm sure they like beer, yeah. It's cold outside. Live free or die. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Don't go that way. Oh, follow us on uh, the yes. Twitters and Facebook and everything. So you can yes. follow this particular hashtag. Make a note of it right now. F-E-R-P-B-R. HTC F-E-R-P-B-R-H-T-C We're going to be hashtagging everything whenever we do like Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or anything. We're going to be using that hashtag. So yes. if you want to see our comings and goings and pictures and signs and everything, follow us there. F-E-R-P-B-R-H-T-C Fun Employment Radio, Paps Blue Ribbon, Hood to Coast. F-E-R-P-B-R-H-T-C And big thank you to Paps Blue Ribbon for helping helping us put this all on. So we're going to be posting a ton of stuff. Just follow us on there. Uh, I will be live on Periscope at 2.30 p.m. today for Digital Trends. Otherwise, we will see you on Monday yes. with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. We love you. Oh, my God. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.